I know uh, Nolan was a little upset about this. We went out on a boat over the weekend. Mm -hmm. I don't think we discussed this yesterday. We were too busy discussing how Joe burped on the air. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Chance to get into this. Oh my gosh. But we have, uh, well, we've talked about him before. Our former neighbor down at Point Beach, Captain Dan. Yes. And his missus, who are wonderful people, were Mm -hmm. nice enough to invite us over. And we thought we were just stopping by just to. Just to hang out, I guess. You know, yeah. maybe have a beverage and enjoy a nice day. And he said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll fire up my boat. Mm-hmm. And we went for a little uh, boat ride. And I posted a picture of us all on the water, you know, having a good time, having a couple of laughs. Yeah. And then I get a Facebook comment from Joe going, how come you didn't come see me? Because <laughs> we had made plans to go see Joe. We did. And by the way, I invited myself. That's true. You did. That is true. While he was on vacation, you sent a note to him and said, "How about we come down?" Right. And he said, "Sure, come on of down." Course. And I think he would have been glad to have us. Yeah. But then we get stuck here at the building, and I just didn't feel like driving right. all the way down, way down to shore where Joe's boat is. And yeah. I won't mention where it is, uh, but it's in Lavalette. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so we go to uh, our friend Captain Dan's house, and he's in Brick. And I guess you know if you if we'd taken the boat out. We could have gotten to Joe's boat. So he writes, how come you guys didn't come over and see me? Because we did take like an hour-long boat ride. We did. But and we I said, well, I wasn't driving the boat. Right. We were just in a little inlet. Then Joe, t- this he does offline. He texts me a picture of the, a map of Ocean County. And he's like, see, what you do is you just go, I don't know if you know this, but I do traffic. All you got to do is just go this way. Yeah. You could have taken the boat right over to my boat. Yeah. I mean, I had no idea that Captain Dan apparently knows Nolan. So well, all I, these marina people are all I friends. I know. I think that's it. And that's that's something. When you have a boat, you say hi to everyone. And yeah. that's what happened when we were on the boat. Knows everybody. A- every single person. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how did that go? Hey, what's going on? I mean, I got to be honest with you. Captain Dan should be hosting the morning show oh, here. yeah. Because he's much more well-known than we are he's in the community. so friendly. Much, much every- more yes. well-known. <laughs> I mean, he loves talking to people yeah. so much I didn't fun. even say who it was. I just said we had a great day on the water with our friends. Yeah. And I, suddenly I get all these Facebook comments from people. I don't know who they are going, hey, hey, what's up, Captain Dan? It's true. (laughs) Great people. So I think we need to fire ourselves and put on Captain Dan in the morning. (laughs) Apparently him and Joe are great buddies already. There you go. So it'll all work out just fine. They could play Yacht Rock all day long on their boats. But I did feel bad. I didn't realize how close we were to Nolan's boat. Well, to be fair, Captain Dan did comment on our Facebook and said, if the south winds were not so strong, we could have crossed the bay to you. Oh, all right. Well, good. We're okay. Now I have a legitimate... Uh, yes, nautical the, excuse. The south winds were very strong, apparently. <laughs> I don't know what that well, means. Well, we did get a little uh, ocean spray on ourselves. We so did, yeah. It was breezy out there on Sunday. <laughs> I had a lot of drinks. I, I had, know. Yeah, you did have a lot of drinks. <laughs> I had the worst hair day known to man. Well, you were on and a it boat. Was, it was so bad. Yeah, I know, but there's the wind blowing, which kind of looks cool like a Kennedy. Yeah. And then there's, you know, you stuck your fingers in the socket by accident <laughs> kind of look. Oh, well. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM, anywhere in the free Boss app or 1071theboss.com. Hello there. Good morning, America. Welcome to Tuesday, July the 19th, 2022. Robbie, Rochelle reporting for duty. Diane, Joseph, Mark, and who am I forgetting? Oh, yeah, Nor'easter Nick. Hey, Nor'easter Nick. We're all here. <laughs> yeah, Nick was having a little issue. That was one of those uh, issues yesterday with his... <laughs> he's doing it through his phone or something. Oh, yeah. So yeah. he stresses me out sometimes with that. Well, it's stressful when we're not all in the room and you have to yeah. kind of facilitate everyone getting us all in here together and we're all using a box. And I know it's one of those things, though. It's 557, 558. <laughs> I'm like, where is he? So, but Nick is back. Nick is here today. He is here today. Nick is here today. He is okay, here today. So that's good. Uh, we got a note. Speaking of yesterday's broadcast, we didn't get to this at the end of the show, but we were mentioning uh, we do a regular thing. How old is this a person older than Joe Biden? Yes. And one of the celebrities you mentioned was Donald Sutherland. Yeah. That would be Kiefer Sutherland's father. Of course, a legendary actor. I remember him best from Animal House. He mm-hmm. plays uh, the professor. And you see his naked butt in that movie. Oh, so I think that's why I remember him from that. It's very memorable yeah. for you. Like, oh my God, there's David Sutherland's Donald, being, uh, Donald Sutherland's butt. What is the matter with us? <laughs> well, I'm screwing up his name. Yesterday you said, I think he's dead. I said, he is not dead. Yeah. Not only is was he older than Joe Biden, he just celebrated his 87th birthday yeah, over this Sunday. past weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine if we prepared, we would know all of this. <laughs> But you go, I think he might be dead. And I said, no, he is not dead. No, It was no. just his birthday. We had a caller call up and say that he was a part of a uh, movie that was mm-hmm. just filmed here uh, 
I think he said at Monmouth College. Is that what he said? Yeah, I we had the caller, and then I had a text message that said he's been in Monmouth County filming a movie. So I mean, he's been yeah. he's been out. People have been seeing him around. So I feel bad that I thought he so had passed away. He is just fine. Yes. Again, I, I think that stemmed from the fact that I watched The Hunger Games. He's in that he movie. He was the president in The Hunger Games, yeah. and he did die in The Hunger Games. Spoiler alert. Yeah. But. Now, the uh, <laughs> the person that called us, and again, he asked us not to give too many details, yes. but he was involved in the production of the film. Mm-hmm. Now, have you ever been in the involved in the production of a film? I know that you took uh, film I did. in college. Uh, on an actual movie, like a real movie set, not well, a college. Well, any, kind of, uh, any <laughs> yeah. kind of movie. Has there ever been any kind of filming where everybody gets together? I've, if there's yeah. a crew, even if it's not a you know Warner Brothers a pro- movie, pro- yeah. there are other you know independent films. I've done I've done production while I was in college. Just done well, small, tell me about that. What did you do? Films. Well, what independent film? <laughs> I mean, what did you make, a porn? Honestly, Why are you being coy no, about this? Well, it wasn't a porn, <laughs> just like student-written films that you would have to, we would have oh, to right. write the script, produce the script, go yeah. and edit. Each person had a specific task they had to do. So, I mean, nothing you know imdb worthy it was they were all student films that's kind of a fun thing to be on a movie set isn't it yeah absolutely it's it's fun even if it was a small production it was fun to have your own role to go and map out where you were going to do the set where you were going to film and get we had to even in college we had to get consents from people because we would be filming at the different locations so that was kind of interesting and then going back and editing and seeing all the outtakes and stuff which is always hilarious did you ever see yourself as an actress or you wanted to be behind uh, the camera? Yes and no. Yes, I've always liked stage acting rather than in front of the film acting because I don't like to see the playback. Ah. <laughs> so if it but, went well in your head, then it went well. Correct. You don't want to see the actual footage exactly, of your performance. Exactly. But I've that. always wanted to produce, direct. I like being bossy, I'm, so I, I'm good at that. So, yeah, <laughs> no, I have been uh, in an actual independent, like a professional. It was independent, but it was a professional mm-hmm, film. Mm-hmm. And I was also in a documentary. Now, I have seen the documentary, which yeah. was only released regionally, mm-hmm. but I have never seen the independent movie I was in. You haven't? No. Why? You knew that I did this, I right? I did. I did. You so told I have me a, you had a friend that yes. had asked you to do, you were doing a radio part, right? Uh, no. Oh, no. that was that's We the, filmed the it at the radio station, but okay. he, because uh, we worked together there, and his dream was not to be involved in broadcasting, it was to be a movie director, and he got the people that owned the station to allow him to kind of transform the office into a police station. Oh, okay. And so I was, uh, I was in with him. And I played uh, a police detective. Oh, I don't know that I knew that. I, mean, I was sort of an extra. I just had one very brief line where okay. I brought files and I go, here you go, chief. And you've never seen the movie? No. So I'm, I'm on camera for maybe five seconds. Well, why have you never seen I, it? That's a good question. But I'm thinking maybe I uh, I need to see, put that on, on YouTube or something. Because, you know, it was professionally filmed and he brought it to a bunch of film festivals and all that. Did this know? guy make it? Did he? Is he doing films now? Uh, I, I don't know what he's doing, oh, to be honest so with you. So probably not. I think then. he's writing. I'm not sure he's directing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's not radio, I know that. No, no. No, I, so. I, I don't know that I knew that. I knew you did the documentary where you were doing the... I had seen that, but I didn't know you did a professional film. I mean, I actually have a line, you know? And mm-hmm. there's a lot of people, I think, that are extras. You know, they go, oh, there, there I am. If you look, right. just read, you squint your eyes real quick. Right. I walk by 15 people behind the actors. Well, but I actually I actually appear on camera for a second and go, here you go, chief. Well, that's why you... you and they gave the, me a little costume and everything. That's all, Well, that's why they have the end credits that are 45 minutes long, because it's every person that has one line has their name on the screen, sure. which I, sure. inter- I understand. I think that's great. But, but it was neat to costume up, and I feel like I really ought to be on uh, IMDb myself, you know? You, do you know you have to pay to be on IMDb? If no, you're come on. Yeah, I thought do. if you're in a movie, you get credit <laughs> if on IMDb. If it's, if it's an accredited movie from the film council or whatever, but if not, you you can anybody can be on IMDb, that's but so you ridiculous. have to pay to do it. It's like 30 bucks a month. We've talked about that before. Like we have friends, like, I'm, how is this person I know winning this award? Yeah. And it turns out that they just paid money they to paid belong to, to a thing. So if you belong to the club, they give you yeah. an award. But it's you like really, a participation trophy. You really can't. Now, I don't know what, where, where this film went and, or who saw it, if it went to a film festival I don't know if anybody saw it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, he did film festivals, and uh, so I think m- it's on demand on some of the streaming things. You might be able to get on there for those purposes, but if it's not, if it's not available, you could still say right. I've been in dances with the dogs <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and you can accredit yourself on IMDb for thirty bucks. It a was month. Uh, it was a slasher film, is what it was. It was, yeah. Was you it, were in a slasher. It was film? like the Punisher, you know that kind of thing. It was about uh, a woman who uh, her family gets uh, killed or something, or robbed, and then she goes out and becomes a vigilante. Oh, we got to see this. That's what it was. But I'm only in it for a couple of seconds, so that's amazing. Though. I assume that I'm. You know what? Maybe I'm not in it. Maybe <laughs> he, he maybe cut he your cut line my out. scene. I really don't know, to be honest with you. I really have no idea. But I'm, I think I'm going to go home and search myself. How sad would you be if you all this time you were like, I was in a movie. And <laughs> well, I mean, I was there. I did cut. it. Yeah. And then it was cut. I'll tell you what. I wish I wasn't here right now. Can I be honest with you? I wish. 
this could be cut. All right, on the way today, we're going to talk to Adam Carolla on the Celebrity Hotline. He's always controversial. He's always mm-hmm. got something to say. He's got a lot of opinions about the news and all of that. Yes. Uh, speaking of celebrities, the secret celebrity will play for the cash jackpot. Kevin Hart, Chris Rock coming to the Prudential Center Friday night. Last chance tickets. We'll do those about 7.20 this morning. Hashtag mom. Confessions. And a brand new he said. She said. At 7.50. Oh, the birthday file, the Fast Five, mm-hmm. and the community bulletin board is coming up momentarily. So a busy, busy Tuesday morning at the crazies. Here it is, the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board, Tuesday, July the 19th edition. Hot off the presses, hot and ready. <laughs> Thank you for sending these into us, especially if you get a community event, a charity event, something good going on around town to help a cause or an organization. Send them to us. We like to share them right here, 1071theboss.com or the Robbie and Rochelle in the Morning Facebook. You can also text us, 774-4444. Occasionally, people even mail them in. That's fine, too. Yes. The 5th Annual Corn, Tomato, and Beer Festival is happening August 13th. Sold. <laughs> Noon to 8 out it in Flemington. Fun. Yeah, it does sound fun. Family-friendly <laughs> event that features an expansive microbrewery beer garden. Ooh. Music, food from local restaurants. I'm going to go ahead and guess it includes corn and tomato. I hope so. Family entertainment, free admission, and parking, too. Loveflemington.com for the info on that one. The Big Seafood Fest going on July 30th, two weekends away at the Meadowlands. That's Saturday, July 30th, 5 to 11 p.m. Fresh and delicious seafood from area food trucks and restaurants all out through the parking lot. Admission is free. Playmeadowlands.com for the info on that one. Wildwood's Christmas in July golf cart parade is coming this Saturday starting at 10 o'clock. The parade includes the Boardwalk and Pacific Avenue. Craft and food vendors will be on site and a whole lot more. Wildwoodnj.org for the info. Boss roadies are on the move this Saturday. To uh, hang out with the Blue Claws as they become the Bruce Claws. It's Bruce Springsteen <laughs> Appreciation Day. You can appreciate Bruce is now a granddaddy. Yes, he is. Isn't that kind of funny? Baby I got to say, cute kid. Yes. Real cute kid. Yeah. You know, Bruce, eh, he's okay. <laughs> Wouldn't be my taste if I were a lady. Okay. Doesn't mean I don't like the guy, but uh-huh. he's got a uh, he's got a very cute little uh, grandkid now. So you go mm-hmm. celebrate Bruce. Tom Cunningham will be your master of ceremonies. Then the following morning, he'll be out at Bar A doing Springsteen on Sunday Live. So a big Bruce weekend here mm-hmm. with the boss. You can check on all our events, see where the Boss Roadies be on tour to get your summer shirts, your boss bags, 1071theboss.com. A couple of things we thought you needed to know this morning. We were uh, mentioning earlier that we did a boat ride over the weekend with friends of ours living brick. Now, I was frustrated, and I get, this is a frustration that I have. This is surprising <laughs> no one. This is one of those small little deals that I get very, very upset about, is when we're going someplace. And even if I've got the, especially, I guess I should say, when I've got the GPS on, mm-hmm. I get the little map going. Yeah. If I make a mistake, because sometimes it'll tell you turn in 400 feet and then right. there's like three turns, one right after another. It can be confusing. You thought it was the first one, it was the second one. Yeah. If I make a mistake driving somewhere, whether I'm driving myself or I'm helping direct you, it's just a soul crushing thing for me. I get so <laughs> frustrated by it. You too. Okay. So we're going to see our friends at Brick the other day. And this was, this was really, I shouldn't be upset because it was beyond my control. Yeah. But uh, we're using the map in the car, and it tells us to get off at an exit off of the parkway. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought, well, because you, there, a couple minutes earlier, we'd gotten off uh, 34, and you were going to get on northbound by accident. We were supposed to get on southbound. Yes. So I said, no, 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 not that one, because you see the little green thing for Garden and State I just Parkway. Look, I just look like, for, I guess I'll turn. I see the sign for Parkway. It says Parkway. I don't even look at the direction. So I, know, I do the, this all the, I know. I know. Right. I know. I'm not used to the car GPS. I use my phone GPS, which is a little more accurate for me, but I'm attempting to get used to the new car GPS, so that's why Well, A, I the, G- the car GPS, and I assume your phone, tells you in one mile. It doesn't say turn <laughs> right now. And there's actually a voice that will tell you I when know. it is precisely I time know. to turn. I know. So I don't know why this was a thing, but that was problem number. So then we get to this exit and it says you're going to take exit 88 off the parkway mm-hmm. southbound. Right. Okay. There is no exit 88. There is not. We're at exit 89A and you go, well, this must be it. I went, no, it says another 600 feet. So I'm assuming there'll be another exit. But right, right before that, you were like, look, it says in 0.5 miles to turn. This had said, do it now. And you were like, no, it's not there. I'm like, well, well I because I can, because I, I clearly see the sign that it's 89A. It is not exit 88. So I assumed it must be one right up the road. Right. And I don't travel down through Ocean County enough to know. That right. this wasn't the case. So then we finally get to our friend's house, and I tell him this story. Well, listen, it takes us off. We have seven miles out of seven the way. Seven miles. On a weekend. Right. 
at so the that beach. took about 25 minutes. <laughs> so we were going to be 10 minutes early. We ended up being about 15 minutes late, oh, which was frustrating. And, yeah. and then I ended up spending $3 going and coming on uh-huh, tolls because uh-huh. we pay the toll to go through. Because, of course, there's a toll booth right after where we should have gotten off. <laughs> so there's a buck. And then they get back on to loop around. Now, I guess we could have hit the avoid tolls, but God knows how long that would have taken. Then it's another $2. <laughs> so not only did I screw it up, and not only was it screwed up, not my fault, because the, the numbers... <laughs> I'll get to that. The numbers are changed. That also cost us $3 plus whatever seven miles of driving a gas is. So right. another gallon of gas. So it's like eight bucks down the damn toilet. Like I set it on fire. You were fuming I was fuming. Car. So we get fuming. to our friend's house and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. They changed the numbers a few years ago. Well, well who knew that? <laughs> and if they, if they are going to do that, can't they report this to Google Maps or whatever so well, it works properly? That's why I do like to use my phone because in the car, if it doesn't always update on the car GPS. But usually, if you use Waze or Google Map, it does. It does it automatically because it's attached to your phone. And sure. so that's why I like to use that because I believe my phone would have said... 89A as opposed to 88A. I mean, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I but you would think know. that this would update. I mean, like our car can't find our house. It can't. Because no. it was built, I guess within the past year, they built this little subdivision. Right, right. And it doesn't think it exists. So no. I have to find like the Dunkin' Donuts nearby. <laughs> and that gets us close enough that if we're driving somewhere, I can find my way home. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Well, I, don't, I, can't, I don't know what I did back in the day when they were just roadmaps, you know? I mean, those were not updated all the time. No, they weren't. No, you. I mean, you probably got lost a lot more, but you didn't get as frustrated because you didn't have something. Now listen, I started driving before there was GPS. No, I did too. And I, I had a too. I had an actual paper roadmap. Right. That uh, I think I can't remember where I got it, mm-hmm. but I don't remember going out and buying, you know, an update roadmap every year or whatever it is. Yeah, I when but I. What start- did we all do before this? I have to be honest. When I started driving. There was still where you could print out. That's what I would do. I would go and I'd print out. So you get him out. off the internet. I'd get him off the internet and print out. Or I I would have, I remember my dad like drawing me maps. Like, oh, I'm like, sure that went real where, well for you. Actually, my dad, he was a, he used to drive for a living. So he was, that was one thing he was actually good at. <laughs> that was one of the very few things. Parenting, he not so no. much. <laughs> But maps, so, yes. Maps, yes. So I, that's what I would do. But I, it doesn't bother me to get lost. And I do realize oh. when you're on the parkway, you have to go. You do. You have to go seven exits before seven miles down the road before you hit another exit. So that can be really frustrating. And if you're hitting, but there the are beach some traffic, spots, yeah, that's, that's very frustrating. Forget the parkway. There are some sections of uh, 18, 34, 35. Oh, I yeah. think most people agree with this. Or if you want to go where you're going, you got to turn around. It's right. like a demolition derby because yeah. like here we go. We're gonna make the turn. <laughs> Hang on! I'm going to turn this ship around. Why is can we not? Why why is it like this? Did no one think this through? This is why you never like to leave the house. No, uh-huh. absolutely not. I'd like to go home right now. Uh-huh. Adam, good morning. Morning. Good to talk to you, man. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. No, we appreciate it. I'll tell you what. I'm going to go uh, kind of firepower right out of the box here because I got a lot of things I want to pick your brain about that I'm curious about. I follow you on Twitter, and I enjoy your sometimes controversial but always thoughtful observations sure okay so here's uh now you've done radio i know that so you understand that here's what i read i read these things that they always say about how with covid the the system will be strained the hospital system will be strained i see that a lot in all the news stories right now working at a radio station we're always strained there's never staff everybody is underpaid but somehow we put on a show every single damn day i don't understand how something like a hospital could be strained like can't they prepare for this i'd like your thought on that adam what do you think of this (laughs) Well, I've talked to Dr. Drew about that, and that's their big warning because they're trying to scare everyone, right? Yeah. Whether it's CNN or L.A. County or whatever it is, their their whole plan is to scare the constituency, and then once you scare everyone, they'll do they'll become compliant and they'll turn on each other too, which is awesome. Uh, the thing about hospitals is their business, and they have as many beds open as they use. There is kind of like a restaurant doesn't have the big dining area open if first off hospitals are in the business of not being overstaffed in general also whenever they talk about being overrun they're talking about county hospitals but there's a lot of private hospitals that aren't but i would just say i live in la they've tried to scare us about hospitals being overrun with covid patients for two and a half years but they're never overrun i don't know what's in it for them i guess it's just power 
I just think it's a it's kind of a funny thing because we work in a business, and I'm sure there are many other businesses where, of course, there's always difficulty getting the job done, but you come in and you get the job done every day. Come on now. But maybe that's just space. So rant over on that, I suppose. Yeah, I I, uh, I, I agree. That's how that's how work is. And, and by the way, whether you're running a hospital or, or you have a framing crew and you're doing construction, you can't have an extra 10 people on the clock hanging around with nothing to do. Right. To keep it down to the amount, whether it's a restaurant or a hospital, or whether you're running that framing crew of where where the profit is, and these hospitals make their for profit. You know what's kind of uh, like I, I'm sure people say this to you is like, will somebody, whether it's about politics or whether it's about COVID news or whatever it is, will someone just give me the regular, just give me the headlines? Like, I don't want opinion. I don't want any slant on it. But then you, you look at like that news nation channel and they're not getting any ratings and they're doing like the Walter Cronkite delivery. I mean, do you think people just everybody wants to hear news delivered with their own you know, opinions attached to them? Like, what is the deal with that? What do you think of that? Yeah, I guess we're, we're at that point, you know, sometimes somebody will say, well, what if we just have some right down the middle, right, left balance, no, no, um, no commentary, just, just straight news. And, and it sounds like, it doesn't sound like anyone would watch that. Right. Um, it, it, I, which is kind of sad, but it also feels like, unfortunately, those are the times we're living in. And, but I, I agree with you. What, where, where I definitely agree is when, Rochelle Walensky is, you know, the head of the CDC, and she's up there, and she's talking about, as a mom, she has a bad feeling about stuff. I'm like, I don't want to hear your commentary. Right. Just <laughs> tell me where we're at with infections or with, uh, you know, the vaccine or whatever it is. I don't want to hear your stupid sidebars about being a mom and having a bad feeling. I, I don't want you being a mom to set public policy. Well, right, when you see a headline that says, bad news today for, well, that's commentary. That's not what happened. You're not reporting on anything. That's your opinion, which may or may not be right. Makes me banana. Well, are you having fun with this conversation yet, Adam? You and me are having a lot of fun here, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of laughs this morning. <laughs> you know, sometimes there, sometimes uh, there is, sometimes there isn't. And, you know, I think, I think it's the salty and the sweet whether you go back and forth from the, the savory to the sweet that brings out the uh, sweet. So that's the way I like my commentary. Well, I don't disagree with that. Hey, listen, you got a new book coming out. Everything reminds me of something, advice, answers, but no apologies out this week. Tell me a little bit what's in the book. Uh, formatically, we decided to kind of mix it up and have questions, answer questions versus my, the normal way I write a book. And we got a lot of questions from celebrity friends and we got a lot of questions from listeners and, and fans and it was kind of interesting because they set the agenda whereas normally I set the agenda and I just found it a, 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 an interest, more interesting way to access thoughts because normally your thoughts are your thoughts but you're not really forced to think about things that aren't your thoughts. And when people ask you questions, you're kind of forced to go outside the box a little and go, huh, I wouldn't have asked myself that question. Right. And I've never even thought of that question. But now I have to think of an answer that I would have never formally thought of. You know, listen, thank you for challenging, whether it's in the book or on your Twitter page or when you're on, uh, you know, uh, one of the news channels. Thank you for challenging the status quo and asking questions in a kind of a evocative way, because I, I really appreciate your commentary. Yeah, thanks for having me. There's a story trending, and this happens, uh, I don't know, maybe every six months or so. We get a survey out on the best this, the best that, the best beer in the country. And uh, oh, I yeah. feel like we've seen this before, mm -hmm. a ranking of the best places for pizza in America. Mm, okay. And this one happened to catch my eye because Tampa, Florida what? comes in number one. What? On this new survey. I'm sorry, it comes in in the top ten, not number one, but comes in top ten for the first time ever on the list of best okay. pizza cities in America. Tampa, okay. Florida. It's never before been Florida, Florida. but uh -huh. apparently in this case, it is. So Interesting. Here, here's how they rank this. Before I give you the list, um, they uh, have their criteria for how a city is one of the best pizza cities. Uh, each of these uh, top 10 pizza cities in America have 10.5 pizzerias per 100,000 residents. Okay. Which would mean at least 30 to 35% more than the average city. Sure. They show a passion for pizza when polled. 20% <laughs> or more of the population said they, quote, love pizza. 
I, okay, that's that's an easy one. I don't know anybody who does That would mean like they'd pizza. have a pizza place every 2.1 miles compared to 2.8 or more. Mm-hmm. That's a 26% shorter distance to get a hot slice of pie than in other comparably sized cities. Okay, I like that. <laughs> These cities also have a reasonably priced slice of pizza. My guess is just how places like New York and L.A. were not number one. Sure, With sure. an average price of seven eighty three for a pizza. For a whole pizza? Yeah. $7.83? That is correct. For a whole pizza? That's what it says. Buying wow. a pepperoni pizza every week would cost residents in these cities 0.65% of their income compared to 0.71 for all cities if Understood. pulled together. So okay. your hometown of Detroit comes at number mm. one. Oh, well, Detroit-style pizza is like none it other. Is. It it's is great. It's like amazing. a square pizza. It's it really so is not good. as famous as the Chicago deep dish, but it should be. I th- Honestly, I I like Chicago deep dish. I do. And this is not just because I'm from Detroit. I like Detroit-style pizza better. No, it's, it's very just, good. It's no, I so lived and worked good. there for a number of years. It's great pizza. It's very, good. It really very is. Good. They also rank Cleveland, Columbus, who do not have their own. Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, mm. all these Midwestern cities. They okay. do not have their own style of pizza, unique style the way no. that Detroit does or uh-uh. Chicago or does. Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I don't get that. Chicago... Wait on the list at number 14. Really? They say the largest thing is that people in Chicago itself don't like Chicago deep dish pizza, no. and it tends to be overpriced. It is. It's very expensive, and it's very much a novelty, and it's it's not really even pizza. It's like a round dough with cheese in it. There's no sauce. There's yeah. no... I mean, it's... It's weird. I don't know. It's kind of like a pizza big. salad, you know, like a pizza bowl. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's a salad. It's just too... But there are... <laughs> listen, there are some other... New York is on the list. It's not... Right, uh, of course. Uh, Boston, I guess. They don't really have their own pizza. Now, my hometown of Providence is on the list. Okay. And their, their pizza's fine. Okay. And they, they do have those, uh, you know, the, the room temperature, the pizza strips that yeah. are not hot pizza. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if those even count. And I think that is unique to New England. But right. I don't know that Providence deserves to be in the list of the best pizza in what America. About Connecticut? They have their Now, New Haven pizza. pizza is known all over the world. For right. The, they've got three competing pizza places. Everybody that knows anything about, you know, New Haven or Yale knows that there's these three pizza places right, right near the university. And they all compete and they've all got their, so there's three different styles just in little New Haven, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Now, certainly Newark has got a big history of pizza. Yeah. yeah. And just about every town has got a local place at or 20 or 20 <laughs> that has been there for 50 years it is the best yeah. place and, and i can't believe you've been They're norfolk and uh minneapolis and st louis none of these places have their own pizza so i just it's it, but statistically they, they all have on, better nothing when, on jersey made the list no you're kidding nope Wow. I mean, I guess it would be below number 15 at least, yeah. Wow, that's really... In- I, that, I'm really shocked by that. I think New Haven is the best pizza in America. Do you? I do. Okay. And the, the best part of it is if you live there... You can uh, you can try all three different mm-hmm. you know and you, whatever you're feeling that night you get the three different varieties. Now I know it's famous, but I've never actually had it. What it, what what makes it different than like say a New York style pizza? Is well, it, all three it of them are like that. All right? three of them are thin, but they're not. Uh, I think the New York pizza is like the I call it the Ninja Turtle pizza. Right, you know? the big huge slices. It's like a big huge perfect triangle kind of slice. That's a great if you're in the city, you're looking for just a slice, one slice of pizza. Yeah, that's a perfect kind of New York style pizza. Whereas mm-hmm. this is like it's a circular thin thin pie, but it doesn't quite have that kind of perfect uh, triangle to it. Gotcha. You know? Okay. And it tends to be like they'll do a lot of like a thick hunk of cheese on it, you know? So. Okay. Interesting. I, I Some of them a little more char maybe than it. a New York slice. Okay. I like the char. The New York too, slice has got that, uh, that's what, what's that, like that sour, that, the cornmeal. The cornmeal. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's I was going to say sourdough, but. No, 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 no. It's the cornmeal they put on the bottom. But it's I mean, Columbus, good. Ohio, what is happening yeah, here? That's very strange to me. I don't know where we're going as a country. I got to be honest <laughs> with you. Because if Columbus, Ohio has got the best pizza, I mean, I'm moving to Montreal that's, that's or something. That's weird. I feel like they know what they're that's doing strange. more than Columbus. <laughs> Jesus. All right, time for hashtag mom. Confessions. We'll take a little road trip. We'll take some listeners up to New Haven. It's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Or one of the 50 places I can think of just off the top of my head within driving distance of the boss. That's what I'm I mean, thinking. Come on. How is that not on the list? It's crazy. I mean, even Domino's here, it feels like better than Domino's <laughs> elsewhere. We may- Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> All right, let's hear from moms every morning, 720 and 920. They send in uh, using that hashtag, and we share them on the radio like this. Andrea Baylor said, I want my 13 to understand how important honesty is. Also, please know that when kids eat free, she's 12. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's a lesson they'll never forget. It is. At Rachel Ryan said, grandparents are so wild. My son was crying that he wanted apple juice tonight, and my mom was like, I'll run to the store real quick. It'll just take a second. Hashtag never would have happened when I was a kid. (laughs) That goes back to that honesty is the best policy. Right. At Awkward Apple said, I'm sorry for what I said while installing the car seat. Hashtag, if you know, you know. You know. Hashtag mom. Let us know every morning, 720 and 920 right here.
This is one of those, uh, and listen, I realize it could not be less important, all right? But it's one of those little <laughs> idiosyncrasy of the world we now live in, where it used to be when a show was on television, everybody would be watching the show at the same time. And if a show became a hit, mm-hmm. and there's millions and millions of people watching it, inevitably, if you liked the show, somebody at the office was a fan of the show, your brother-in-law is a fan of the show, you had somebody to talk to about the show. But now, sure. with streaming, maybe there's a show that was on 10 years ago, maybe the show was on 20 years ago, mm-hmm. maybe there's a show was on just a couple that you've never seen that you're suddenly watching and sometimes this will happen if you look at that Netflix deal and it shows oh, you the yeah. most. There'll be a movie randomly from 1994 that is one of the most watched movies in America. Titanic was in the top 10 for like three weeks a few weeks ago. I don't sure. know why. It was totally random. Maybe it was, I think it was the anniversary of it coming out, the 25th Still, anniversary. it was so random and that, that is for such three a, weeks. Yeah, that's such a huge movie. But when you know Kung Fu Panda 2 is one of the top movies in America, <laughs> it makes you wonder, gee, I wonder what's up with that. Right. Well, there was a show. Now, this was not something I stumbled upon. There was a show that you watched yeah. and that you loved and that I you did. named... Your son, my stepson, after one of the characters in the show, that's how much you liked it. I, I liked the name that much, yes. And I did really like the show, but the the last name on the show was Grayson, spelled the exact same way. Right. And I, I just, that's, I fell in love with it. So the show is Revenge. It's called which Revenge. Which was an ABC show. Now, mm-hmm. I remember it coming out, and I remember seeing promos for it, but it's not something I ever watched. Right. And uh, I used to be much more particular with what my <laughs> entertainment choices would be. Yeah. And here's why that was a stupid way to go about it, because I would inevitably end up just watching, you know, that channel on cable where they just have music playing music yes. videos? Yeah. Not MTV. No. <laughs> they don't play music videos anymore. They don't do that anymore. anymore. Yeah. But the channel just says, like, you know, 80s music or, or party music. Yeah, music yeah. choice. Or mm-hmm. I put on the news, which is a terrible, the weather channel. Right. And then I just kind of be scrolling late at night. Right. This is when we, before we were doing the show in the morning. We used to do the show in the afternoon. So I, anyway, I would end up watching nothing. I just have something on in the background. Right. So you're very good at just put it on. How bad can it be? And most of the time, I'm easily entertained and I like it. Right. And you've gotten me hooked on this revenge show, which <laughs> came out in 2011. So yeah. I'm 11 years behind on this. <laughs> and it's frustrating because I'm loving the show. We're doing three or four episodes at a time yeah. you know, on the Friday night or something like right. that. And I want to talk to people about it. I right. want to bring it up here. I guess I'm doing that anyway. Yes. <laughs> but everybody, if you were interested, you saw it a decade ago. Sure. But I'm just watching it now and I'm really enjoying it. Now, a couple of questions, though. So the show is about revenge. It's about it a, a woman who has something horrible happen to her as a kid, comes back and takes revenge on all these people she feels wronged her and her family. Right. So I wonder why you would take <laughs> a name from this show for <laughs> Lil Grayson. It seems like a weird... Yeah, you're right. It is weird. It's weird because the the name is actually the the bad people in the show. That's but then in my head, name. I'm like, did she pick this because this was somehow revenge on your ex? <laughs> no, is that what it was no, about? I just really it was one of the those names that I never heard before. Ah. before that, and it's a last name on the show, it's not a, a first name, right? And I just happened to fall in love with it. I was like, wow, I love that name, Grayson. I just lo- I like the nickname Gray. I like the way it's spelled because it wasn't spelled like the color; it was spelled differently. Right. And so I I liked everything about it. it had Nothing to do with the show. It really didn't. Now, were I, you aware that uh, Grayson is the last name of Robin from Batman not, and Robin? I did not. Know was that. I the one that told you that? You, you actually, your mother is the one who told me that because when she, when I'm I, impressed. My mother knows that. Well, she, she said that she almost named you Grayson. And that's why it no, was... No, she's never told me that. Well, that's what she told me when I first met her, and she was asking about the kids. And well, that's to know strange. She said I, that, I don't think I knew this. She said she loved that name, but ended up going with Robert, because it was a family name, obviously. Yeah, well, I'm a junior. But she wanted... She loved the name Grayson, and it happened to be the last name of Robin from Batman and Robin. Your mother told me that. Well, that's that's kind of crazy. <laughs> I would first of all, it's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Secondly, it's a, a, a wild coincidence. Yeah. And thirdly, I can't believe my mother knew comic book trivia. She that's knew. kind of amazing. She's the one who told me. So I thought I thought that that was great. Or maybe she just happened to know that and was trying to make conversation. I don't. I can't imagine I she would know. make something up. My mother's kind of person that you know this is your child, and she'd right. be like, "Well, that's a stupid name." Yeah. My mother has no filter. No, she loved that. So name. she must truly love it, mm-hmm. or I feel like she would have told you yeah. so. Yeah. Well, absolutely. that's that's very strange. <laughs> I just blew your mind. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, I forgot what we were going to talk about because I didn't We're talking realize. Talking about revenge. Well, that. Yeah. <laughs> you mean the show? We'll, well talk about actual sure. revenge on my actual enemies sure. later. But yes. uh, but yeah, it's funny. It's a great show, and all I want to do is talk to people about it. I feel like they're like, oh, the show that was on in 2011. Just you know, I kind think of a you're funny right. thing. I think but. a lot of people are rewatching. Like I had just watched The West Wing for the first time, and The Sopranos. I didn't watch that while that was yeah. on. I well, just, there you are. I just watched that last year, so I'm tweeting about it. And people are like, yeah, no, we know. We saw it. I'm like, oh, sorry. (laughs) Can you believe? 
this Polly Walnuts guy. Seriously. You know what's funny is I'm so anxious to get through it, though. I've been looking for spoilers I online. Can't. I'll watch it anyway. Don't get me wrong. This makes me so mad. Well, I figured you've this. already seen it. So what difference does it make? I just like, I want to know what's going to happen. Because and then I'll watch it play out. But I want to I get an advanced look, a sneak peek. When I had to watch it back in 2011, I would watch it every week. So with you, commercials. With commercials. So I had to wait to see. And there's four seasons. I had to wait all four seasons to see. And you're like, I, w- I looked up a spoiler. I'm like, why? What's the point of Not only is it frustrating then? when one episode ends and it goes, next one starting in 15 seconds. Right. I can't even imagine having to sit through a commercial break when they do the dun, dun, dun. I'd be like, no! 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 Of course, when we go to commercial break, people are like, I hope they don't come back. That's right. I just, I wish they would shut up. <laughs> I know I mention this every day, but it really is true. You can stay in touch with us anytime. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning page. It's right there, 1071theboss.com. We put a lot of time and care into curating our morning show page. So yes, please check do. it out. And we're streaming on demand. You can get some pictures right there. You also follow us on all the socials. Stay in touch anytime you like, 24-7, even Christmas. Okay. <laughs> By the way, there's a commercial we get running. I forget what it's for. And it goes, this Christmas, remember. And I'm like, oh, no, we're playing it wrong. And then it goes, Christmas in July. I'm like, oh, oh okay. Get, get every single my heart starts pounding. Bop, 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 for the, oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't push the wrong button here somehow. That's true. Happy holidays from all your. Fr- oh no. Oh, okay. It's a joke. Got you know it. what? It's going to be here before you know it. Yeah, it's true. It's it's so true. There's only 20 Saturdays until it's going to snow. Just so you know, someone posted. No, why that would you say that? I'm just saying. Someone posted that on. It's a horrible yesterday. thing to say. I, 20 Saturdays. That's all you got. Oh my God. <laughs> I got goosebumps and not in a good way. I just. Sorry. You know when a cat stands, uh, it arches its back? That's mm-hmm. how I feel right now. I'm sorry. Rare. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I'll never do that again, but I probably yeah, will. Yeah, you will. Time you for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old training stories that you need to know. Being to know number five to number one. Number five. Listen to this Southwest uh, Airlines flight attendant. She starts singing to Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You. She's mm-hmm. on a 6 a.m. flight. She had all the passengers look sleepy. She decided she'd sing to him, wake him up a little bit, make him feel good, which is just a totally flawed premise, in yes, my opinion. it is. The last thing you want from your flight, to first of all, they teach you how to use a buckle <laughs> and how to put on a mask. Yeah. So all of that is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And now she's going to start singing at these poor people at 6 a.m. We were just talking about how I used to, uh, when I worked in the city, I'd have to be there before 6, and I'd yeah. come down, I lived in Connecticut, and you get on a 4 a.m. train, every one of these people... People, no, nothing is just silence. You just look, everybody is looking at each other like, how did this happen? Yeah. What went wrong in our life that we're on a 4 a.m. train? You That's know? what I feel like every morning on the drive <laughs> You're just talking away and I'm just staring um, off into space. I mean, I don't know how you get, you start singing, you, your flight is intended singing to you at 6 a.m. But anyway, here's a little bit of the audio because someone took video and posted it. And it is pretty good. All right, listen, she's very good. She is. But here, Sorry, here's what's happening. You, you don't want to be a flight attendant. You want to be a singer. Yeah. You failed as a singer. And now yeah. you're a flight attendant. You're making everybody listen against their will because mm-hmm. you have a captive audience on an airplane who can't go anywhere. At 6 a.m. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You're very talented, but stop it. <laughs> go on America's Got Talent. This is not like the 82nd Airborne doing My Girl last week. No. That was cool. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> My God. Number four. <laughs> There's a Wisconsin man. Ooh, Wisconsin. We get a story about Wisconsin. This is the voice I do for moms. I'm a mom. Make sure you bring snacks and don't go into water after you eat. You wouldn't want to get a tummy ache. I'm a mom from Wisconsin. I'm every mom. I don't know why I do that, but I I do. You got to admit, that's better than the Bill Cosby impression I did last week. Yeah, don't even do it again. (laughs) We were talking about about that horrible person. Well, there's a man from Wisconsin. You know, I love these Guinness World Records. He's got one for sucking cans on his head. He stuck 10 cans to him. His name is Jamie Keaton. And here he is talking about, well, how he did this. I actually have a skin condition that's not named yet that uh, my skin pores literally suck in oxygen. Wow. What? Listen, what? use any advantage you can to break a Guinness World Record. Wait, what? Can we hear that clip again? <laughs> I just want to make sure I understood that he has a skin condition that... I actually have a skin condition that's not named yet that uh, my skin pores literally suck in oxygen. <laughs> Is he Dr. Octopus from Spider-Man? I'm speechless. What? 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 So he, he suctioned Oh, yeah, I got this. Uh, I got a skin condition. Sucks in... Uh... <laughs> what? That sounds like a superpower or something. What does that mean? What? 
Well, congratulations on your Guinness World Record, though. I guess that's cool. I guess. At least you're not harassing people with your Whitney Houston he's, on an airplane. But he's walking around with can hickeys all over his face. <laughs> that's the greatest thing you've ever said in the six years we've been doing this show. <laughs> can hickeys. I love that. I can just go home now. There's no reason to even continue. That's the. We're not going to top that. We have never topped that. That's the best thing you've ever said on this show. Can hickeys. <laughs> Can we hear that one more time? Let me hear that guy one more time. I have a skin condition that's not named yet. Not named yet. uh, My skin pores literally suck Sucking oxygen. Wow. (laughs) Can hickeys. That's That's so good. Can we change the name of our Facebook page to at can hickeys? Because that's much more interesting than Robbie and Michelle. All right. Number three, if you're a big Beatle fan, I know that you have seen, well, of course, you know the Abbey Road album cover. Of course. And you've probably seen friends of yours. Maybe you've done this yourself. You've gone to London on a trip, and it's a big tourist attraction where they wait for people to cross the street, and they take their shoes off, and they recreate the famous photo. Of course. I would do it if I went there. Absolutely. You have to. It would be super fun. I have read that the uh, local authorities hate this. Oh, I'm sure. Because it causes traffic traffic. jams depending Mm -hmm. on the time of day. Right. But anyway, if you do happen to go to London, you want to take this picture or just take a picture of the street, even Mm -hmm. if you don't walk across it, Mm -hmm. don't use Google Map. We were talking about directions earlier. Google Map will give you an intersection about a half a mile away. Oh, no. I guess it's it's called something with the Abbey. You know, that's a a British term, right? But it's not the Abbey Road where the (laughs) the Apple Studios are and where the Beatles took this picture. Why don't we do it in the road? But this is pretty embarrassing. You go take a picture, you're like, hey, look, Ma, I went to Abbey Road. Yeah. You're like, that's not. What kind of a Beatles fan are well, you where you I'm... can't recognize that it is not the correct Abbey Road? I was going to say, how absolutely devastating to go all the way there and to get a picture in the wrong road. That's like walking into a Starbucks in Hoboken and being like, is this where Bruce Springsteen did all his business? It's like, no, the Stone Pony's about an hour <laughs> south. This is a Starbucks, sir. Right. This is a Starbucks. Right. How do you not know as a I... Beatles fan? That's crazy. Number two, have you seen the pictures that are starting to trickle out of uh, Ben and Jen's wedding, oh, Ben Affleck? Yeah. Yes. Jennifer Lopez get married in Vegas if for some reason you haven't heard over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, for God's sakes, get yourself out from under a rock. <laughs> they stood in line for a license like people do. They uh, rushed to the chapel and they did it just before they closed. Now, they did not have an Elvis impersonator, although this chapel does uh, employ Elvis impersonators. So they just did the uh, you know the standard Vegas thing. Okay. Also, uh, Jen did a costume change uh, during their vows. Oh, okay. Jen did? Yeah, yeah so yeah. she changed during the uh, ceremony into a second dress. Good now, for her. I think these are Photoshop pictures, but I have to say both of them are in their mid-50s. They look phenomenal. They do. They look yeah. fantastic. And I realize that's what $50 million a piece will of get course. you. Of course. But boy, do they look great. They, just just radiant do. and lovely, okay? <laughs> they look terrific. I'm very happy for them. Yeah, I see that. You're a big fan. I'm not really a fan. I did, Both of them have had a bunch of terrible marriages that yeah. haven't worked out. So they look like happy kids. I yeah. think this is great. Yeah. No, I'm happy for them. I think that's great. And I, I like that they did it low-key and didn't make it crazy considering, you know, they have done this both between the two yeah. of them, like, Ten different times, sure. so you know. I well, think you know great. who hasn't? Okay, <laughs> well, who hasn't? I understand. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> I have been to a wedding that Jennifer Lopez attended. I know you. I have. didn't go to one of her weddings, yeah. but I went to a wedding. Right, she was the sister of a friend of hers, right. and I knew a friend of the sister who's a friend of Jennifer Lopez, mm-hmm. and there she was. But she was like on a throne, so. <laughs> So I feel in that way, I feel like in that way, J-Lo is a friend of mine. Well, there you go. Bonus story for you. There's a Reddit thread about the dumbest song lyrics of all time. They include Vertigo by U2, Oasis, Champagne Supernova, and coming Mm. in number one, and I have not told the story recently on the air, although I did tell it at a dinner party the other night. Train, Pat Monahan and Train, Hey Soul Sister. Okay. Comes in number one. I had a little run-in with Pat also. You did. You did. If you uh, don't recall the song, would you like me to share a couple of the lyrics? Sure. Hey, hey. Hey, 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 your lipstick stains on the front lobe of my left side brains. I knew I wouldn't forget you, and so I went to let you blow my mind. Hey, 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 your sweet moonbeam, the smell of you in every single dream I dream. I know we collided because you're the one that decided who's my kind. Hey, hey, hey. Worst song lyrics of all time. That's, that was pretty bad. When I, you just hear them without the music, they really do suck. It's not great. It's yeah. not great. But as I mentioned, and I won't do the whole story now, Pet Monahan doesn't like me, yeah. so I wouldn't want to upset him too much here. Well, you, you just said his song sucks. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I don't know that he wrote it. Maybe yeah, he did. I don't. He sings it. But he sings it, <laughs> yeah. and it's, it, it sucks pretty bad. <laughs> 
Number one, Bruce Willis. This is pretty neat. Now, you know, he's retired from acting. Right. He went and took a picture on top of the uh, building used uh, for Nakatomi Plaza. That's the building that uh, the terrorists take over oh, in the first Die Hard movie. Yeah. Of course, they filmed that way back in 1987, so it's the 35th anniversary mm-hmm. of the filming of the movie. Okay. Uh, it's now called the Fox Plaza Building. I feel like there's some sort of uh, Sean Hannity Fox News joke I could make here, but I really, I'll let you write your own. I that really sounds don't. good. Yeah. <laughs> I just figure we need a little counterbalance since people were upset I had Adam Carolla on earlier. <laughs> Tuesday, world famous celebrity birthday file. The building's on fire. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch is 46. I think that's also how many letters are in his name. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Edwards celebrates today. Today is National Daiquiri Day. Okay. And National Words with Friends Day. Oh. Not to be confused with Wordle. Yeah, that's different. Not to be confused with Wordle. Why don't we all have a daiquiri and just get along? Let's okay? do that. Let's just do that. Mentioned that uh, Joe was a little disappointed that we didn't visit him on his boat when we were out in our friend Captain Dan's <laughs> boat the other day. Dan is a yeah. uh, Dan's a fisherman and provided right. me with a big hunk of tuna that he pulled right out of the water. Yep. Oh, isn't that great? Oh, man. There's nothing better than that. So we cooked that thing up last night. I think the cat was more excited than me. He kept trying to jump up on the counter and eat the tuna. It's like, that's my tuna. Down boy. It's true. <laughs> well, today we got home really late last night, so so we just got some picked up some Chinese food on the way home. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and I have half a dumpling in my hand, right? Yeah. And we're watching the baseball, watching the, uh, the home run derby. And I'm just about ready to put the second half of the dumpling in my mouth, and the dog comes up and just starts sniffing my hand. <laughs> and I look at her and say, What are it? No. <laughs> and she, Oh, come on. <laughs> I like me a little uh, Jim Beam sometimes at the end of the evening. And uh, I'll tell you what, the cat seems very fascinated with the, the shape of the bottle of Jim Beam. <laughs> and then he'll really? sniff it, and then he backs off because he gets a little whiff of booze. Well, yeah, no, really. That's, so, that's yeah. not good. He lives an exciting life. Hey, well, clearly. <laughs> to an efficient Jim Beam. What a cat. Being around you all day long, I can't imagine the excitement level. <laughs> yeah, poor little guy. <laughs> 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 Listen to Joe making himself laugh. He's just tearing himself up, making fun of me. Uh, all right, Joe, you're sure you got time for this? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I don't know that I have ever done this on The Boss. I'm going to do a little drum roll. It's the world-famous, 20-plus year in the making, Robbie Petmon and Story. Really I shut the drum great. roll off. It's just it's ridiculous. Not that great. Not that great. Uh, <laughs> so, what did Todd make you do? <laughs> no, they said they said nothing to do with that. This is well before that. This is oh, not okay. a WPLJ story. So way back, okay. way back, the summer of two thousand, uh, they had that song uh, "Meet Virginia." Remember that first song they yeah, had? Out? Sure, yeah, great song. And it hadn't really become a hit yet. Now at the same time, there was a group. There was a boy band named BB Mac. You remember them? No. All right. Well, they were like, uh, you know, like in sync. They wanted to be the next in okay. sync. Yeah. They had one okay. song in the summer of 2000. Now they're both out at the same time, and I'm uh, doing the live reports from backstage at this summer concert. And I don't know either one of them from Adam. I just, I, I don't know. And so I assume because they, they tell me the handler tells me that BB Mac is coming next. Train walks up. Pat's there, and they say, "Well, here, here you go." I thought it was BB Mac. So I start talking to Pat Monahan, oh, and no. I say, uh, <laughs> "Oh man, what's it like uh, being compared to Backstreet Boys? You're on the cover of all these little teeny." Bopper magazines, how's that feel? And Pat goes, we are? I was not aware of that. And as we're going on, I'm starting to realize that he's not B.B. Mac. He's starting to realize that I don't know who the heck he is. And he goes, do you think that we're, because B.B. Mac is over there, we're trained, we've got that Meet Virginia. I'm like, oh, yeah, I try and play it off. Okay, so it is what it is. It's not my proudest moment in broadcasting. Fast forward. You made a mistake, right? Fast forward nine years, and I'm working up in uh, Connecticut, and he comes in and does a thing for us. And we get to go backstage, take the staff picture, and Pat walks out. He's got his water bottle. He's wearing his leather pants. He goes, I remember you. You're the BB Mac. And then he used a word. (laughs) Oh, no. And I have run into him a couple times since. Every time, he goes, there he is, BB Mac guy. How are you, brother? And that's my Pat Monaghan story. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and of course he's going on to be a big star and he's still you know he's still oh, making music yeah. all the, and bb mac long gone long gone long gone long yeah. gone there it is the world famous robbie pat monahan story that's well you know hey he remembers you i guess i don't know what that's you gonna know. get me a cup of coffee maybe <laughs> nothing no nope. absolutely nothing but not, still well not. aren't you glad we took up three minutes for this waste of time <laughs> no it's fun to say no the people like hey, li- hey listen people love that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah they love that kind of stuff okay <laughs> They just love it. Thanks, Joseph. All right, let's do this. It's He Said, She Said with Robbie and Rochelle. (laughs) I guess we're talking about celebrities this morning, so this is a good question. We're talking about J-Lo, Ben Affleck, talking about... 
Bruce Willis, Benedict Cumberbatch mm-hmm. talking about uh, Pat Monahan, a rock star from the band Train. Right. Is there a famous person, a celebrity, that you just can't stand? Mm-hmm. You might even go so far as to say, oh, my God, I hate him for no reason at all. I have, like, a lot. There's, like, a lot of them. I just now, listen, like. if you say, I hate those Kardashians... Because they're they're yeah, famous I mean, for that's, nothing, that's, okay? But, right. They whine on this reality show. I don't get it. Yeah. Now that would be a good reason, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. This is a celebrity that, for whatever you just see their face, you go, can't stand them. Anybody on that list? Nick Cage. Nicholas Cage. Cage. Now what? Why? No I don't reason. Know. I don't like him. Sean Penn. Great actor. <laughs> I don't like his face. Like I don't. <laughs> wow. Mariah Carey. Don't like. Yeah, them. you have a rational dislike of Mariah Carey. Cameron Diaz. Can't stand her. Emma Stone. Can't stand her. Charlie Sheen can't stand them. <laughs> I just see that. I'm like, I'll watch their stuff, but yeah. like, I just don't. I feel like they're not good people. I don't know. Like, I get weird. I get weird feelings about people sometimes, uh-huh. and like, so if I see someone's face, <laughs> I don't like your face. Like, yeah, I just don't. I don't. I mean, I would never. No, this is very. I, I wouldn't want to say I hate them. Sure, I just don't. Sure. I don't like them. This is very petty of me, but if I was forced to make a choice as to the celebrity, the famous name mm-hmm. that I just can't stand for really no reason at all, it would be Bobby Bones. I just can't stand him. Wow. And I think it's because I met him before he was famous, kind of yeah. like Pat Monahan, and now he, he is big time. He's on American Idol. He's got his own uh, reality show, and he just bugs me, you know? Really? Yeah, a little bit he does. Interesting. Because he's just so many talented people in the world, but this guy's got a show, you know? Bobby Bones. Really can't stand him. Is that it? Yeah, I mean, there's probably other people. He comes in now. I, I, I don't like any of the talk show hosts that are out right now. Like who? I don't even know. I really don't like Colbert. Around. I'm not crazy oh, about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't okay. like that James Corden. He bothers me a little bit. Yeah, you don't like him, and he's, that seems that he just seems like a. But but I you know I guess I get that. Something I do. about him that bugs me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I get that. All right. I do. So is there a celebrity that you just can't stand for no good reason? Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. That's your he said. She said. Call us. Would love your answer on this. You can also text same number seven seven four forty four forty four or get us on the old Facebook machine. Speaking of celebrities, our he said. She said. Is just underway. Is there a celebrity that you hate? I mean, that's a strong word. It is you a hate strong him, word. You can't stand them. Yeah. Makes your blood boil every time you see their face. Now, it could be a politician. Sure. It could be someone that's in a, a, that's good. That's someone a, good in a TV yeah. commercial. Mm-hmm. It could be a movie star. It could be a, a musician. Whatever the deal is, a famous face. You just can't stand them for no good reason. Mm-hmm. Erica said Elizabeth Hurley. She's so trashy. <laughs> yeah, she was on that show... Uh, the Royals, remember that? Yeah, yeah. Now listen, it was on E, so that probably tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> definitely, you know, I get it. You're 60 and you can wear a bikini. I get it. But, like, I get it. I well, understand, yeah, America. It's, I get, yeah. it's enough. Just put it away. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe there's a little bit of jealousy there. And I get that. I get that. Because that's how I feel about Bobby Bones, you know? There's a little <laughs> bit of jealousy there. <laughs> I don't know if it's jealousy or like inappropriateness or whatever. I don't know. But anyway, Kim said Richard Gere, ugly crier, can't stand him. <laughs> ugly crier? I don't know if I've ever seen him cry. Well, I, I'm thinking of, uh, I've got no place else to go from Officer and a Gentleman. He cries there. <laughs> okay. Clearly, oh, that's true. Okay. Clearly not a Richard that's, Gere impression yeah. of any kind, but. Matt said Whoopi Goldberg, Kevin Bacon, Gerard Butler, and Tim Allen. <laughs> It's a long, random list. I'll get with you on Whoopi. She's, uh, I'm not crazy about her on that uh, view show. She got a lot of weird views. You know? Yeah. You see, the, some of these are hard. Like, you know, I liked her in Sister Act, so I I, I like them as yeah. an actress. I And so I can understand that you like them as an actor or actress, or but not, you don't Isn't think it funny, like yeah, how there's people that you might have uh, liked them when they first became famous? Yeah. Been, you know, no opinion. And then you get to know them a little bit. You see, you read things about them. You go, I don't know if I care for this person. I don't person. like that person. I don't yeah. know if I care for him. Is there a celebrity that you just can't stand for mm-hmm. no reason at all? 732-774-4444. That's the number. She said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Thank you to Ashley for making it all possible. Why wait? Shop Ashley's Black Friday in July for financing options as low as $49 a month, plus free delivery. Talking celebrities today. First, we got our big uh, celebrity voice contest going on. Wins yeah. cash. That's coming up again about uh, 9, 10 this morning. But we're talking about a celebrity that you just can't stand. There's really no reason behind it. It's not right. like they did something, per se. Mm-hmm. You just you see him and go, I don't like him. Yeah. Not for me. There's something about him, you know? Denise said, Mariah Carey and Julia Roberts get on my last nerve. Mariah Carey's a frequent answer. 
I get, I think it's I a get bit it. of cockiness, don't you I think? think? I think that's it. A little I think arrogance. Just, right. It's like, we get it. You're famous and you're you're really good. We get it. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying about uh, Elizabeth Hurley before. Is that people go, we get it. You're 60 and you still got a body because you're a billionaire and you can train for nine hours a day. Sure. Some of us got to go to work. Right. You know? And I get that. <laughs> a lot of hate for Tom Cruise. Like 10 different answers for Tim, Tom Cruise. See, here's the deal with Tom Cruise. I think he's a weird dude. And mm-hmm. I read some of the stuff he says and I go, I just, I don't get that at all. Yeah. But I, re- like, I like him. I think he's super cool. I enjoy every movie that he's in. And so somehow, f- for me, I'm able to look past the fact that I don't know that I want to be friends with the guy. Sure. Does that make any sense? It does, yeah. They, I think that's how I feel about most of them. It's not necessarily a hate, per se. It's just like a... <laughs> I'm surprised okay. on the Tom Cruise hate. That's a little weird. Jenny said Paul McCartney. Oh, come on. <laughs> we were just talking about that. I read a story not that long ago. Phil Collins, every time he gives an interview, he says he hates Paul McCartney because he felt when he met him... You know, they say never meet your heroes, that mm-hmm. Paul was a little condescending to him. Interesting. Now, my guess is that Phil was condescending to him and that Paul was just being a little snarky back and he didn't like it because most people don't talk to Phil. I don't and know. I've heard from, I've heard, I have not met Phil Collins. No. And as we all know, I've never hung out with Paul. Mm-hmm. I have heard that Phil could be a little cantankerous. Interesting. So, okay. I don't know. All right, line number two. There's two of my camps, then. This is Bill from Oldbridge. Hey, Bill. One of them is the progressive, the progressive commercial with Flo. <laughs> the other one's another insurance company yeah. with the emu. <laughs> you know, it's funny you, you know, say that. My uh, my old man, my father, just for some reason has irrational. He gets angry every time that emu comes on TV. So do I. Take <laughs> the money that you're spending on the commercials and lower our rates. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Please, we'll talk to somebody. That's hilarious. We'll talk to somebody for you. Thank you, my friend. 1071 The Boss, hi. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Donald Sutherland is the person I can't stand. Wow. That's so weird that we were talking about him earlier. We yes. were talking about his birthday uh, earlier this morning. Rochelle didn't know he was still alive, and he's uh, <laughs> he, in fact, is filming a movie here in Monmouth County. <laughs> Yeah, there's just something about him that creeps me out That's every fair. time. That's fair. I get that. And a little bit of cockiness, yeah. He's got I those kind of him. eyes. They're kind of like a little, yeah. I don't know, a little scary. Mischievous. Yes. Yeah, he just creeps me out. Well, that's fair. I wonder how you feel. I should say, uh, how do you feel about Kiefer? But see, he, I don't find him creepy at all. He seems like a great guy. I do understand the Donald Sutherland thing. And again, I think he's played a lot of... Uh, Characters, I, and that's another thing. If you're a good actor and you yeah. play kind of a mean, evil character, yeah. it's, it, it, you're a good actor if you can portray that. And people are like, "Oh, I don't like them now because well, of John, that." You know, John Malkovich, who I have uh, met, is yeah. is one of those people where I asked him. I said, "Now you're known for playing kind of psychopaths, right? Right. That's your whole persona." Mm-hmm. And he says, well, people must not be scared of me because they keep coming up to me in the airport for selfies all the time. So, <laughs> but I wonder if there's somebody that's known, you know, like Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, there's Hannibal I, Lecter. Holy crap. I, I, would, I would seriously be scared to meet him because of the, because that's what I'd be like. Oh. But you realize he's just an actor. I know, but. But also. Uh, but also. Hannibal Lecter. I don't like it. <laughs> Celebrity you just can't stand for no reason. We'll keep these answers going on our Facebook page at 1071 The Boss. Text us anytime, 774-4444. I got to mention something here. Uh oh. Let's switch over to newspaper. Forget television. Mm. Thank yeah. you to uh, sports writer Neil Best. He's the sports page editor for Newsday. Very nice profile on both the radio station and our show, our morning show, and our friend Mark Chernoff, who, uh, of course, uh, oh, okay. is kind I'm of an icon of the uh, sports community. They did a nice little yeah. write up about him and how he ended up uh, being part of the show here at the Boss. So, very, very nice. Thank you, Newsday. Thank you to sports editor Neil Best for that little write up. That's a big deal, Newsday. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of people in Jersey may not know that that's like the Star Ledger of Long Island. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've seen it. Uh, you can get it in the city, and you can get it around. Uh, you oh, know, in all the, the city, you can. Yeah, all the train but, stations and all of that. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it's a very prestigious newspaper newsday. At least it used to be. I don't know if it still is, but it used to be. Well, it's all the stuff is online too. I think uh, yeah, you only get to true. see the headline, the first part of it. Otherwise, there's a paywall. Say, that's but... how you know it's legit newspaper, and not like the Star or the Sun, because they don't let you read the actual <laughs> article unless you subscribe. So you're right, like, oh, this exactly. is like a real. They're like a real newspaper. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I, you know, I can't stand. I get the Asbury Park Press, and oh wow, this is really going on. And then you go down, only two ninety nine to read the rest of it. Dang it! <laughs> well, you know what, Joe? Why don't you just don't fuel up the boat one weekend and get yourself a nice subscription <laughs> to the newspaper? All right. Uh-huh. No, I, you know, I mean, I, I I don't I don't need to read it that much, <laughs> but it's not giving up the boat. Two ninety nine. But anyway, that's a very, it was very nice. Uh, they did a photo nice. shoot of Mark and everything. And, uh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's great. That's really photos, cool. Too. Yeah, he uh, he definitely struts around and poses. So he took some <laughs> nice pictures. <laughs>
Now, now. <laughs> he did. It was he. He was definitely uh, yucking it up and enjoying himself. I think it's great. Good. Good. No, he is. He's phenomenal. We're, yeah. we're a great talent. Yeah, we're lucky great to programmer. Lucky, yeah, lucky to have him on the show. Yep. Also, we well, have you, so that's good too. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not. I'm not turn off. I mean, he, come on. I mean, Chernoff's a legend. He's he's you know he's out there, man. He he started and and ran WFAN for how many years? I don't want to talk about those years? guys. Those guys were giving us all kinds of grief when we hired them. I don't want to give them any plugs. I'm not. I'm still feuding with Boomer. You know this. <laughs> well, is, let me ask you this: yeah. Is Boomer still feuding with you? Well, they have talked about uh, Mark and you know him being on this show quite a bit. So I don't think they really, really? care. They don't care about us personally. They just got a thing with Mark. But listen, Mark's in my family now, so now it's uh, you know you and my enemies are your enemies. You know what I mean? Hey, Boomer, if it wasn't for Mark Chernoff, where'd you be? Yeah, there you go. Look Mike at that. Drop. Look at that. Mike jo- Trout. You know? Joe Nolan, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I love Boomer. Thanks again to our friend uh, Neil Best, the sports editor at Newsday, mm-hmm. a fine publication, the 11th most read newspaper in the world, by the way. Really? Did a nice piece on both uh, this show, this radio station, and our friend Mark Chernoff, our sports director. That's very cool. I guess the two of them know each other, did a little piece. Now, uh, Joe and I were mentioning this earlier, and I uh, mentioned my mock feud with Boomer, mm-hmm. Asias, and the morning host over there on WFAN. Mm-hmm. And apparently he heard about it. So now then they started talking. And then Mark called in over there and defended us a little bit. So this is ridiculous. Something needs to be done about this. I don't know what it is yet. but You just got to stop talking about him. Well, that's, he keeps bringing me up. I can't just let it go. Be the bigger person. Yeah, I suppose that's Be the bigger person. All right. Well, at least Mark was there to defend me, and <laughs> yeah. Joe defended me, so <laughs> I got all these other people fighting my own fights. There you go. All right, let's grab a couple more of these. We're talking uh, celebrities you just don't like for mm-hmm. no real reason, no good reason. And he said, she said this morning, we got like, I don't know, 100 answers on Facebook. I want to do a couple more of these before we wrap up today. Well, a lot of Will Ferrell hate. Lena, Laura, Lois, Jen, Linda. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Because <laughs> they don't like Will Ferrell. That's one of your favorites. I'm sure that breaks your heart a little bit. You know, again, everybody has their thing. If no. you don't if you don't like them, that, that's totally fine. Rich said Pete Davidson. I get that. A lot of Adele hate. Mm. That's I like Adele, too. But, I mean, again, if I'm you don't... Surpri- I mean, she get, one thing to say, I don't care for her music, but the hater? I don't get you that. You know what? She's getting a lot of hate right now because she canceled her Vegas residency. Yeah. Well, I think she's a little nuts. No, But then she didn't reschedule, and she started doing shows in London. Uh. So people are like, what's going on? You could do them in <laughs> London, but you're, you, all these people who paid hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars... It, so I mean, I'm I sure think, she'll come know, back and do it at I'm some sure. point. Deborah said Chuck Norris. <laughs> See, I think that's one of the, that's like I was talking about earlier. There's people, and for whatever reason, they start telling you what they believe about the world, and you go, I don't know if I want to be friends with this person anymore. And Chuck is one of those people. Well, Richard asked if I joined the Taliban because I don't like Emma Stone. So you've got a, some competition here because he'd like to win the lotto, produce a movie, get her to star in it, get her to fall in love with him, and then marry him, and then I'm not invited to the wedding. Well, that's just troubling on that's every like, level, that's isn't okay. it? That's okay. That's all right. I'm that's real weird. We keep that going on Facebook all the time or any time in the text connects. Have Seven four forty four forty four. Mark just texted me. Uh, Chernoff just texted me from his studio. He goes, "I just heard you talking about Boomer again." Dot dot dot. He's like, "Just stop." He's like a dad being like, "Please just stop." Well, this is what I'm telling me. And well, why Mark doesn't he talking. shut up? Well, be, be the bigger person. All right, I'm going to work on it, but I, but no promises. <laughs>